Davis, always go for the front. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Uh, glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Monday, May 20th, uh, 2019. And first, uh, let me say thank you, thank you, thank you uh, to Adam Sarhan for uh, doing the show while I was... Uh, doing other stuff, uh, namely hosting uh, the Bulls and Bears show on uh, Fox Business Network last uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I get nothing but compliments uh, from you guys on Adam. He does a great, great job. And again, Adam, if you're listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button to go to Twitter at Gary Callbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. That's not hard, is it? Uh, read our commentary, articles we post, charts of the day. If you want to hear what we're doing, we'd like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. Uh, and our email service, convictionleaders.com, right there. Right there on GaryK.com. Go uh, check it out. Uh, before we even get going, you know, the simple things in life touch me. The simple things. Let me read something to you in case you haven't heard the keynote speaker for Morehouse College's commencement ceremony on Sunday caused elation when he made a stunning announcement. The billionaire would pay off the college debt of every graduate in the class. The college said the value of the gift from Robert F. Smith is about $40 million, though the exact figure is being negotiated. That donation covers the student loans for about 400 graduates. Terrence Dixon, the vice president of enrollment management, said the average Morehouse graduate leaves with about thirty-five dollars to $40,000 in debt. Wow. 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 Did I say wow? And let me tell you why I say wow. As I quote, the rich and powerful are taking so much for themselves... And leaving so little for everyone else. Who said that? Oh, Elizabeth Warren, the woman who took for herself when she lied about her heritage. Or how about this one? Let us wage a moral and political wall, war against the billionaires and corporate leaders. Bernie Sanders said that. Yet here is this man, a billionaire, that did not have to do what he just did, but $40 million later. And in case you don't know and hate the billionaires, there is something called the Giving Pledge. It's a campaign which encourages the wealthy to contribute a good portion or the majority of their wealth to philanthropic causes. As of May of 2019, there has been 191 signatories, either individuals or couples, from 22 countries. They have pledged a total of $500 billion dollars. Those immoral billionaires. You already know what Bill Gates has been doing, right? Have you read? Have you taken the time to read what Bill Gates is doing for this world? Do you know what his latest venture is? Toilets. Do you know people in many countries don't even have toilets? That's on top of what he's done for malaria. Malaria. 
and things like that. Do you know Larry Ellison of Oracle donated $200 million to the University of Southern California to create a cancer treatment center? Huh? Huh? How about Mark Zuckerberg? They're going to give 99% of their Facebook stock away. John Arnold, retired at 38 years old, hedge fund guy, already given away $1.2 billion to charity. Pierre Amidyar, eBay founder, have already donated $1 billion to charity. Terrible people. Elon Musk. Want me to continue? How about Amancio Ortega? Never heard of him. The world's fifth richest man. Interesting. He owns Zara. Has given away all his money. Richard Branson, a virgin. Tons of money to fight HIV and AIDS in, in Africa. Or Mayor Bloomberg. $600 million to education, environment, and public health groups. By the way, Bill Gates has given $50 billion to a foundation. George Lucas. Star Wars. Nice. Giving $3 billion to charity. George Lucas Educational Foundation. To reform and improve education. Terrible people. Spielberg. Oprah. I can go on. I am so sick and tired of these doofuses in Washington that do nothing for nobody except spend inefficiently and ineffectively our tax dollars, piss it all over the people that have created all the wealth for others and themselves, and are now giving tons of it away. I just had to start with that, ladies and gentlemen. And I could have continued with that list, a who's who of people who unselfishly is trying to help this world. But yet they get ripped on by the socialist likes. Uh, Bernie! Uh, Bernie! Uh, 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 I'm going to transform the country. Healthcare for all. Bernie! I'm not that type of socialist, not like Venezuela. Just because all my proposals are exactly what Venezuela did. I don't want that. Anyway. Again, thank you to Adam Sarhan for, uh, uh, I, I would say, helping me out or substituting, but he's that damn good. Um, I don't see him as anything but a partner in the show, and he's always there uh, when we need him, so we uh, thank him very much. A lot of goings on. As you know, I don't suffer any fools here. I've complimented the uh, president many times. I have ripped him plenty of times today. We're going to continue to hit him on this tariff thing because consequences... And there's plenty of you that disagree with me. There's plenty of you that agree with me. And the ones that disagree with me, I actually understand what you're saying because China has been a bad player. But we have been told that tariffs are a tactic. But it ain't been working. So we'll discuss that. We'll have the full market wrap. We'll have the movers of the day. I'll be actually talking about something called Huawei on the show today. And my thoughts on the Game of Thrones finale, since so many of you are actually asking. No, you are. Really. Let's just say I wasn't thrilled. I should have written the final few shows. Just my thoughts on the subject. So up next, all of that, the full market wrap, the movers of the day, whatever else today. Thanks for being here on this day. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge.
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kulbaum. It doesn't get done this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market. was proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. That down uh, 84. That's not the story. The S&P down uh, 19. That's not the story. The NASDAQ down 114. NASDAQ 100 down 126. The SOX down a juicy 56. Transport's only down 30. Advanced declines. 1123 on the New York. 1120 on the NASDAQ. You ready for this? New highs on the New York, 76. Mind you, a bunch of them were uh, bond funds. New lows, 127. New highs on the NASDAQ, 43. New lows, 152. That's not good. So a few things. Number one, we're getting distributed a little bit here in the last couple of weeks. Nothing really ended the world, and there's been a still a decent good group of uh, leadership. In certain areas of tech, though, we told you we thought the semiconductors had topped out. We've also been telling you that the market's been narrowing. But it's not a death knell, but the market was narrowing. At the same time, a very good list of software names have been acting good, and some breaking out in the last week. Well, we can tell you that most of them have tucked their head in like a frightened turtle for now. Break out a range, tuck your head back in. Now, we've seen this, this before, and then they break out again. We'll see what happens in the days ahead. But it's become more narrow. Chinese ADRs have been just ripped to shreds. Just absolutely ripped to shreds. I'll give you one little example. Alibaba, I don't know, about 10, 11 business days ago, was breaking out a range at 190. It's 160. Down another nine today. After being down about uh, six or seven on th- Friday. That's just one, and that's a big name. Others are much worse. In semiconductor land, the SOX has now gone from 1604 to 1346 in a matter of uh, 15 trading days. If you go look at the charts of the emerging markets of China or Brazil or Japan, not good. Intel went from new highs to new yearly lows in about 12, 13 trading days on a worsening outlook. And then other semis. Not pretty. Remember we kept telling you? Remember what we said on the show for a very long while? We kept saying to you we have some very good friends. A few. Yeah, we actually do have friends. That are big-time fundamentalists of the semiconductor industry. And what fundamentals mean is how the company's doing. How much they're earning. Are they growing? Is there demand? Is there too much inventory? All that stuff that's factored in with semis. And as the semiconductors kept going up, I kept telling you they stayed bearish as all hell. I told you that on this show. But we're price first, everything else second. But we have to keep that in mind because I got news for you. These people I follow are pretty damn smart. They kept telling us, and I told you that they thought there was just one big gigantic inventory build because of worried about tariffs and stuff. So do it now. Screw later. Well, the semiconductor index has gone from 1604 down to 1346 in a matter of uh, one, two, three weeks of trading and just busted up some names. 
Some of the famous ones. Texas Instruments, 119 to 104. What is it, about 13%? This is, by the way, in less than three weeks. I told you about Intel, analog devices, 118 to 97. That's a new high it was. And, of course, I can go on and on, but you get my point. And the latest is Huawei. Now, without getting too deep into it, they're a gargantuan company out of China that's involved in, you know, all that stuff. Go look it up. Go Google it. H-U-A-W-E-I. Huawei. The United States has now put restrictions on our semiconductor companies selling to them without a waiver. A bunch of semiconductor companies had to announce that we can no longer sell to Huawei, and that is going to impact their numbers, thus the big sell-off in our semiconductor stocks. So we go to restrict a Chinese company and hurt our own companies. We have been telling you here on this show, you put tariffs on, you hurt us. And I get argued with by a bunch of conservative Republicans that if Obama did it, they'd be destroying the guy. But because Trump does it, oh, he knows what he's doing, you know, he's a, it's a tactic. Well, the tactic hasn't worked. We're farther away now in negotiations than we've been the year. So how has that helped? And in case you don't know, the President Trump just backed away from auto tariffs with Europe. Backed away from uh, steel and aluminum tariffs with Canada and Mexico. Why would he do that? He didn't get anything out of negotiations with Europe. It's because he knows. So when Trump tells you, oh, we're going to stay strong with China, he knows. And as I have told you, there's something November 3rd, 2020. If Donald Trump loses the economy in the markets, he has no chance of beating Biden. What? How do you say he has no chance of beating Biden? I'm telling you. Remember, I'm the one who told you Trump was going to beat Hillary Clinton. Didn't I? Trump will have no chance of beating Biden if the economy and the market sets out. And all I got to tell you, tariffs ain't going to help. At all. But I've been on TV with a bunch of uh, Trump, uh, you know, acolytes. That's a word, right? They, they keep arguing with me. And I'm just trying to help them. They don't want to listen. They're in the tank. I try to tell him, please tell him he's got to back away. Just back away. Calmly, slowly, and just put negotiations in a room. And don't negotiate out loud. No, they don't want to hear it. Okay. We'll see how it plays out. Up next, a little bit more on that, and then movers of the day, news of the day, all that stuff today. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You've got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to Welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. All right, so let's go over a few things in the market. Uh, we'll start with the oils. Ain't happening. Stay away from the oil stocks. That's all. That's all I need to tell you. Stay away. We already told you about the Chinese ADRs. They have topped out. They are getting whacked. This whole thing with the China and the tariffs are doing the trick. Uh, and we'll leave it at that. We just avoid the China stocks. We uh, avoid all the oils. We'd avoid gold and silver and basically the whole commodities complex. You look at charts of FCX, Freeport McMoran. You can go on and on and on and on. Uh, there's, I think, a couple of names in commodities that act okay. Don't even know if I want to mention Rio, Rio Tinto. That acts okay. And then you have, an, it has to be mentioned, 3M. It was $220 before they reported earnings. 
Next day, it gaps down to 198, closes at 191. It's 166. Wow. Wow. This is supposedly a stalwart. A Boeing. A couple of downings. It's gone from 446 to 352. Between those two, those, that's a pretty big hit on the Dow. Again, we've been telling you all along on Boeing, we're just not trusting other stock yet. That's all. The closure on what happened with those, those two tragedies where over 300 people died, I just don't think we're getting the closure so soon. So Boeing and 3M, I had to mention those two because they're in the Dow. And, may I add DuPont? Stocks come from 48 to 31 and recently 39 to 31 quickly on earnings down 25%, revenues down 10%. Wow! Also mentioned the semis. Again, we just avoid the semis right now. They're all breaking everything. I don't think I have a name left above the line, as we call it. Micron, complete breakdown. Xilinx, massive uh, gap to the downside, follow through to the downside. I, I can go on and on with there, but I don't need to. The marijuana stocks, they're done. They're done for now. And we simply told you valuations are a joke. And once they started rolling over, we told you, and they're done for now. And that one Tilray has been done forever. 300 down to 44 bucks. And remember what we told you all the way down? Ain't worth 10 bucks. So we would avoid the marijuana stocks. Tesla, what have we been telling you since 370? Closed at 205 today, down almost six. And it did hit like 198. Markets are very trustworthy. They really are. You screw them once, they'll remain trustworthy. You screw them twice, you can still get away with it. Even three times. Especially if you're this dude that's sending rockets up into space, create these real cool cars. And, And albeit, sold $23 billion in sales in the last year. Uh, but you just can't keep losing your arse. And there's got to be some trust involved between you and Wall Street. And Wall Street doesn't trust you anymore. Doesn't believe a word you're going to say. You've been hit by the SEC. I'm surprised it hasn't been worse. Material information has been left off of your words. And false material information has been yapped by you, Elon Musk. So we just continue to avoid Tesla, too. And now we have some other things going on. Google, bad reaction to earnings. Potentially a real big slowdown going forward. Just recently gapped down to 1,200. It's 1144, not the end of the world. Apple, no longer trading well. Down another six today, and part of that has to do with the China thing. You know, if China decides to retaliate, they can use Apple. So Apple's given back a lot of what it's gained after it gapped up on ja- in January on a terrible earnings. We told you it was a bad earnings number and guidance was even worse. Yet the stock kept going up and then, in the last couple of weeks, gapped up again on even worse numbers. But didn't hold the gap and reversed pretty quickly and has gone from 215 to 183 in a matter of, what, 11, 12 trading days? So, we're not telling you to sell Apple. We just, we'd avoid new commitments uh, this second. like to see it act better first. That's not happening. We mentioned Intel. Mention it one more time. 
coast to coast, new yearly highs to new yearly lows in a matter of uh, less than 15 trading days. And yes, something's going on. A major, major, major slowdown in sales and earnings. Now, we didn't mean to depress you. This was just on our list to talk about. And there just happens to be a bunch. And of course, as I mentioned to you, there have been a lot of growth names going by the wayside. Previous what we call leading stocks. ACIA, 62 to 48 on earnings. ANET, 331 to 245 on earnings. How about iRobot, 132 to 90. 132 to $90 on earnings. So we're just letting you know, it's been narrowing. Not necessarily the death knell, but it's been narrowing. And there's been some decent blow-ups. Uber and Lyft seem to have steadied. We'll give it that, but still Lyft way underwater at 54 bucks. $72 IPO opened at 87 88 bucks. Uber fought $45 IPO, opened at 43 went to, I think, 40 Then went as low as 39 bucks, back to 41 and change, still underwater. But that Beyond Meat, sitting at 86 bucks down three today. Beyond Meat is beyond me. But I guess a bunch of uh, companies are going to use their meat, at least uh, at the onset. But it still has a $5 billion market cap at $87 million in sales and loses a lot of money. So again, Beyond Meat is beyond me. And that's a few of our little tidbits on what we're saying. Oh, Luckin Oil, uh, Luckin Coffee comes out last week. Chinese name, loses money. Ridiculous valuations. $17 deal, they open at 26 it's back to 1860 in, in the next day. Still with a $4.4 billion market cap. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, pick your poison. You want to buy companies with $5 billion market caps and $20 million in sales? Prepare for your doom. Ultimately. Not necessarily in the short run. Oh, but in the long run. Up next. More of this, that, and the other thing, whatever else. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's edge. You're listening to... What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's edge. With Gary Kulpbaugh. Welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Hope you're having a good day. I mentioned earlier why these tariffs are going to matter. Well, they we, we got a great tax cut from the president, corporate-wise, which needed to be done to get us in line with all these other countries. We got an individual tax cut, not as big, not nearly as big, and I think it could have been done better. I don't like what he did with the blue states and hurting people there. But hey, we can argue all that. But here's the problem. The president's in Pennsylvania tonight at a rally. You know why? Because he only won the state by 54,000 votes. And I think, what, like about 5 million votes there? That's 20 electoral votes. Michigan, he won by 11,000 votes. 11,000 out of 4.5 million people. That's 16 electoral votes. There's 36 right there. He loses those states. Hillary Clinton was your president. And in those states, people are being affected by the tariffs, and they're out complaining about it. Why do you think the president 
who has hurt farmers with the tariffs are now subsidizing those same farmers. Oh, he knows. But I don't think he's doing enough about it. I don't think it is in his best interest to keep these tariffs going. Because there's no chance of him winning next year if he loses Pennsylvania and Michigan. Not to mention Wisconsin, where I think he won by 23,000 votes. And I'm pretty sure there are 10 electoral votes. And then there's Florida. 9.5 million votes. Only won by about 113,000. That's a juicy 29. And when you have a Joe Biden, let me be clear. Joe Biden will win the Democratic primary. He will. Bernie Sanders almost had a chance until that yutz actually said, and listen, I didn't make this up. He's good with the Boston bomber, the terrorist, the murderer. He's good with him voting in our elections. Yeah, let, let, let's vote for Bernie. Forget the socialism part. I think the man's sick in the mind. So what's the difference on Biden? Why would he win these states when Hillary didn't? Because Hillary's not likable. She's not likable. And I keep hearing from people, well, wait a minute, Biden's economy with Obama was, is not as good as Trump's. Well, they're right. They're right. But I have news for you. When people go to the voting booth, they will vote on who they like in a big way. And if we lose the economy, there's, again, if. If the economy really softens, if the market goes into some sort of whatever, that's it. Because Trump isn't going to change his way. He's going to continue to piss off people. He's not going to earn any votes from the left. He's not. And I'm talking about the left that's, you know, with their feet down. So for all you Trumpsters out there, you better be listening to me. Or it's President Biden. Simple as that. Trump won by a hair. I know he says, oh, he won by a lot because he had 304 electorals. I know he won 90% of the counties, but that don't matter. It's the Electoral College. And four states totaling 22 million votes, he won by less than 200,000. So again, you Trumpsters, you may want to get a hold of him and say, you know, I was listening to this Gary guy. You know, he's a doofus. But he did mention a couple of things that made a little sense. I do that every now and then. If the semis cannot recover, the market's not going to recover. We'll go into one of those trading range type nauseating whatchamadoogies, which probably is not the worst thing in the world, but as I have told you, we're getting some bear markets side by side now. And you're getting some damage done in some areas now. And it's something to pay attention to. as we move forward. And major indices are now trading below the 50-day moving average. So pay attention. We're watching the leaders closely. Many of them broke out and they tucked their heads in like frightened turtles. We don't want to see more of that. If anything changes, we'll let you know. And of course, with any questions, you may email moi at GaryK.com. Lastly, Game of Thrones. No spoilers here. Just disappointing. 
Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like I do. Simple procedure. Make sure you hug your children. Night, night all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.